Hey everyone, David Kern here. Just wanted to let you know that this episode of The Daily Poem is sponsored by an exciting new book from the Circe Press. It's called Legends of the Round Table. If you love Arthuriana, you know how hard it can be to find accessible, child-friendly collections of your favorite tales. A few years ago, Circe set out to make just such a collection so you don't have to. They took the most loved tales in the most beautiful language and added discussion questions to enable read-alouds or personal contemplation. Grab your copy of this beautiful collection of Arthurian tales for all ages to bring chivalry, valor, and feasting into your home this summer. Learn more about it on their website, circeinstitute.org books, or by clicking the link in the show notes. And with that, here's today's episode. Welcome back to The Daily Poem, a podcast from Goldberry Studios. I'm Sean Johnson, and today is Wednesday, June 7th. 2023. It's the birthday of American poet Gwendolyn Brooks, born 1917, died 2000. Brooks published her first poem when she was just 13, and this was clearly an auspicious start because she would go on in 1950 to win the Pulitzer Prize for poetry, making her the first African American to win a Pulitzer Prize. Brooks was known early in her career for her talent in capturing the voices and everyday life of African-American culture in America. But throughout her career, she would turn her focus uh, beyond particular ethnic culture uh, to universal concerns. I think you'll see that in these two poems today. I'll read them both, uh, offer some comments, and then circle back and read them again. The first poem was written in 1959. It's called We Real Cool. The Pool Players, Seven at the Golden Shovel. We real cool, we left school, we lurk late, we strike straight, we sing sin, we thin gin, we jazz June, we die soon. And the second poem is entitled simply, Truth. This was written in 1987, a good deal later in Brooks's career. And if sun comes, how shall we greet him? Shall we not dread him? Shall we not fear him after so lengthy a session with shade? Though we have wept for him, though we have prayed all through the night years, what if we wake one shimmering morning to hear the fierce hammering of his firm knuckles hard on the door? Shall we not shudder? Shall we not flee into the shelter, the dear thick shelter of the familiar propitious haze? Sweet is it, sweet is it to sleep in the coolness of snug unawareness. The dark hangs heavily over the eyes. So at first blush, these are two very different poems, and you can certainly see a kind of progression in Brooks's style over the years. But there are also some notable similarities between uh, the poems and the insights they offer. Uh, we Real Cool is about a group of truants skipping school to play pool, and Brooks narrates most of the poem in their imagined voices, uh, we've all seen the 
I'm a teacher, but you don't have to be to have seen the young person who has uh, an inflated opinion of themselves and thinks we real cool. But there's a turn at the end of the poem that is shocking and striking. And uh, Brooks, though she was not known uh, for her formalist verse, she did begin her career writing more traditional poetic forms like sestinas and sonnets. And you can see in many of her poems that she still borrows the thematic structure from some of those more formalistic styles, especially the sonnet. If you know much about the traditional sonnet, you know that uh, whether you're talking about an Elizabethan, uh, English, Shakespearean sonnet, or an Italian Petrarchan sonnet, uh, sonnets have two sections. And the first section poses a problem or asks a question. And then the final section, usually the shortest section, answers the question, solves the problem, or flips it on its head in some way. Uh, there's a turn, or a, sometimes it's called a caesura. And in both of these poems, Brooks gives us a bit of that uh, sonnet turn. A picture is presented, and then at the end, it's flipped or inverted somehow. So when we real cool, we get the pool players relishing in their coolness, they're skipping school, lurking late, they're thinning gin, but then death, we die soon. And this is clearly not in the voice of the pool players anymore because these, uh, these young men clearly do not have any grasp on the approaching inevitability of death. And so um, Brooks inserts uh, this broader insight into the uh, into the cosmic reality that these pool players have not yet had to reckon with. Uh, it's a it's a sharp turn. Uh, the second poem, Truth, does something similar. This is this poem reads a little bit like Plato's allegory of the cave, uh, a reflection on how we often like to congratulate ourselves uh, as being lovers of truth, caring about the truth. Uh, but to quote Jack Nicholson, sometimes we realize we can't actually handle the truth. And should it come, Brooks muses, perhaps we won't be as ready as we thought. Uh, this is a very broad poem. You could read it into a number of contexts. Uh, and maybe that's uh, what it's meant for beauty of uh, ambiguity in poetry is that it becomes um, universally applicable. Uh, but whatever kind of truth you think you love or you think you desire, it's often uh, one thing to make a show of caring about it or to uh, demand it or to pray for it, and quite another to uh, have the capacity to deal with it when it comes. And this is where that sonnet turn comes in. The first section of the poem, the first three stanzas are 
questions, how shall we greet the son if he comes? Shall we not dread him? Shall we not fear him? Shall we not shudder? Shall we not flee? And then this turn, almost a, a persuasive plea to leave the truth alone. Sweet is it. Sweet is it to sleep in the coolness of snug unawareness. The dark hangs heavily over the eyes. And it doesn't uh, exonerate or excuse the person who ultimately refuses to see or hear the truth, but it does offer a kind of sympathetic way to understand why one would shun the truth, why someone in Plato's cave uh, would prefer to stay there and look at the shadows rather than come out into the blinding sunlight and face reality. All right, I'll read both of these poems once more. We real cool. The pool players, seven at the golden shovel. We real cool, we left school, we lurk late, we strike straight, we sing sin, we thin gin, we jazz June, we die soon. And truth. And if sun comes, how shall we greet him? Shall we not dread him? Shall we not fear him after so lengthy a session with shade? Though we have wept for him, though we have prayed all through the night years, what if we wake one shimmering morning to hear the fierce hammering of his firm knuckles hard on the door? Shall we not shudder? Shall we not flee into the shelter, the dear, thick shelter of the familiar, propitious haze? Sweet is it. Sweet is it to sleep in the coolness of snug unawareness. The dark hangs heavily over the eyes. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you. To listen to past episodes or to support this show, please visit dailypoempod.substack.com. And hey, tell your friends. On behalf of our whole team at Goldberry Studios, I'm Sean Johnson. Until next time, happy reading.